Did you enjoy this choir this morning? I enjoyed them very much. Let's give them a hand, please. The message is clear and it's done. You don't need me anymore. I, I might as well say, may the Lord be with you. Go have a happy Thanksgiving. This was a great message this morning. Thank God for this choir. I haven't heard them any better. Any better. Thank God. I, I got going on a different message while sitting there. But I said, it'll cool it. Leave it for the 2nd of July, the 4th of July. I got so excited about what we can do here in the United States. Others cannot do in any other country. I'll cover a little bit of that later on. Let's open our Bibles to uh, chapter 17 of the Gospel according to Luke. The Gospel according to Luke and chapter 17. I'm not going to tell this story, but... I want us to grab the spirit of thanksgiving this morning. Luke chapter 17 and verse 11. And it came about, while he was on the way to Jerusalem, that he was passing Jesus Christ between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a certain village, there met him ten leprous men who stood at a distance. And they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And it came about that as they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them, he saw that he had been healed. He turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered and said, Where are the nine? Where are the nine? Were none found who turned back to give glory to God except this foreigner? Let's bow our heads and ask the Lord to bless us. Father, we thank you for this morning, and we dedicate it to you. We dedicate it to your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and we give you thanks this morning for saving our souls and giving us the liberty to come and share a few things together and thank your name. In his wonderful name we ask and pray. Amen. Where are the nine? Instead of being grateful, he was met with ingratitude. And perhaps these nine thought that they had earned healing from God. We've been sick for a long time. And high time we live like any other people. They didn't care to come back. The moment... They found themselves healed. You know, each one went his own way. Each one went to have fun 
and enjoy life. And they forgot the giver who healed them, Jesus Christ. I want to challenge you this morning. Isn't that the case today with many? Just sit, relax, enjoy. Isn't that the case today with many? And why be thankful? And you hear that everywhere. I can think myself of many blessings. And think with me. Let it sink. I can think of many things to be thankful for. Think with me of the Lord's salvation. Aren't you thankful for his salvation? And if you are thankful, interrupt me and say, yes, amen, I don't mind. The meeting is over. I uh, once saw Brother Bill McDonald, who uh, was preaching with us here, and it was a hot message, and we were saying amen, left, right, and center. And then at the end of the meeting, I went to him, I said, Brother Bill, he said, yes, Brother Adel, I said, we hope we did not interrupt you or bothered you. We say a lot of amen here in our church, and I hope uh, it was okay with you. He said, brother, you know, he rolled his eyes backward. You know what he does. He said, brother Adel, not enough, not enough. (laughs) Amen? Amen. There's a spirit of ingratitude that is sweeping our nation. And we don't say thank you enough to our father. And the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to draw your attention to some. To a little thing that came. To my mind this morning. Do you know. If you have. A church like this. And they. Have a celebration. For Christmas. Or Thanksgiving. Or any other occasion or Easter. In those countries outside the United States. Many of them. They require Before you have the service to see all the program. And they can delete or add whatever they want. And then you will have to sing the songs they have authorized you to sing. But there's only one place in the world, and I hope more, that we can sing whatever we want. We can praise God. We can sing about the cross. We can thank our Father for sending the Lord Jesus Christ. And we are not watched, censored, or nothing is deleted. Though there are some groups in the United States, they do not approve of what we do when we worship the Lord. These groups are defeated. And we will defeat them. And we will continue honoring God in our churches The way we have been taught according to the word of God in the Bible. Thank God for the United States. Don't get me going. (laughs) If you have nothing to thank God about, thank God that you are in a free country like the United States. Yeah, interrupt me. And guess what? And guess what? 
If the president can come and attend our meeting, he will come and attend our meeting. Not to censor it, but to praise God for these meetings. And any president that the Lord will elect in the future, bar none from any other denomination, he will, by God's will, accept the will of the people. And this form of worship will continue in freedom, honoring God, until we hear the trumpet from up there and be with him. Then, thank God for the United States. And those who complain, I can tell them, I show them the way to go out and leave the country, and I will, I will donate some money for them to leave. We can say the meeting is over. We're thankful. You know one thing, I'm thrilled this morning. I never knew how much I love Bill Murray. And when I looked at his face, I had to hold my tears. To go under the knife on Friday afternoon and get up Next morning, and uh, when uh, Jeff picked him up at 6 a.m. yesterday morning, I said, how's your dad? He said, spunky. <laughs> I said, that's our God. Thank God for you, Bill. And thank God you're going to eat turkey with us this afternoon and enjoy it. <laughs> there will be some. Are we happy? This is Thanksgiving. I can think of many blessings to be thankful for. And people say, why thank him? As for me, and I hope you join me, think with me of the Lord's salvation. I'm going to count them. Mercy. Grace. Amen. Faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Love. Forgiveness. Protection, peace, everything we have in life, we heard this, the choir singing, everything that we have, children, homes, jobs, health, our very own existence from our Heavenly Father. Yet people carry on in life as if they earned all this. As I said, there is a spirit of ingratitude that is sweeping our nation. As we see and come across quite a few who do not know how to be thankful. Or they refuse to say the word thank you or thanks. And credit their success and good fortune in life for their creativeness. Their hard work. Their innovations. Forgetting who gave them the mind and ability to perform. One of the first marks, listen to this, of rejecting God is forgetting to thank Him. Why be thankful? This was the answer of an old man who was asked, are you thankful? He said, I do not have to thank anyone for anything I have. Everything I have, I got it the hard way. You hear this? 
by the sweat of my own brow. But who gave you the sweat? Asked his neighbor. Hi, Adam, huh? The old man hung his head down in guilty silence. He could not ignore the fact that God had given him the sweat. The strength to work hard and gain material wealth. Yes, everything that we are or that we possess is because of God's loving kindness toward us. Therefore, it behooves us, as a church this morning, it behooves us all to pause, not once a year, but every day and say, Thank you, Father, for all your blessings. Amen? Amen. I hope the following simple illustration will stir our hearts to be always thankful that God has his hand in everything The little things and the greater things. God is our pilot. Mrs. Green thanked Tom, the grocery boy, for delivering a loaf of bread. And you don't think a loaf of bread you need to thank people for. Do not thank me. Thank Grocer Jones, Tom smiled. He gave me the loaf to deliver. But when she thanked the grocer, he said, I get the bread from the baker brown. He makes it so he deserves the thanks, not myself. So Mrs. Green thanked the baker, but he told her that Miller Milligan should be given the gratitude. Where are we going with this? (laughs) And without Miller Milligan's flour, I could not make bread, Brown replied. The miller told her to thank Farmer Foster, because he made the flour from Foster's wheat. Are you with me on this one? But the farmer also protested. Don't thank me. Thank God, Foster said. If he did not give my farm sunshine and rain, I could not grow wheat. Yes, even a common loaf of bread can be traced back to God, the giver of every good and perfect gift. So, there are little things and little blessings in your lives. It's not that I did it. It's the Lord has allowed me to do it. Charles Jefferson, a great man of God, once wrote, Gratitude is born in hearts that take time to count up past mercies. Gratitude is born in hearts that take time to count past mercies. Such a spirit leads one to give one's best to God. In all areas of living. And we need to do that. Are we thankful this morning? Are you thankful? Someone said, Thanksgiving is the harvest of the heart. In the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, he writes, Always give thanks for all things. You know, I read a quote that says, Gratitude is what always spoils life when it is left out. A thankful spirit 
enables one to praise God even when circumstances are difficult. Alexander White, the Scottish preacher, always began his prayers with an expression of gratitude. One cold, miserable day as he stepped to deliver his message behind the pulpit, his people wondered what he would say. Torrential rain, cold, gloomy, he prayed as follows. We thank thee, O Lord, that it is not always like this. So many complain about little things and they forget the big blessings that they have in their lives. They are never satisfied in life. Did you ever meet some of these people? Good morning. And they start whining from the morning and they said, what? Why did I meet them this morning? Out of the elevator, you know, on the 27th floor or wherever you are. Hi. Oh, let me tell you what happened. Yes, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> they seem to whine and grumble at the least occurrence that they encounter. They are not content with their portion in life. They turn their face from the blessing and miss the joy of being thankful. You know what? There are some people who say, well, who will show us any good? And do you know what? I don't see any good in this. Do you know this is a, they're quoting the Bible without them knowing. And mark it down. I don't want you to go look for it. Mark it down. When you go home, you read it. In Psalms 3, 6, it says, many are saying, who will show us any good? Do you know what is their problem? I'm going to tell you. You don't have to guess. Save yourself. Work. They want the blessings without the blesser. And good without God. Isn't that what's happening today? Give me blessings. Forget who gives it. And give me goodness. And don't mention the name of God. This is the world today. Whatever they have, they wanted more. The more they gather, the greedier they become. They are never content nor satisfied. Instead of being thankful, they grumble. A lady who was an incurable grumbler complained about everything and everybody. The pastor didn't know what to do to her. But finally, he thought he had found something about which he could make she could make no complaint. He said, aha, I caught her. The old lady's crop of potatoes was certainly the finest crop that year. Ah, for once you must be pleased. He said with a beaming smile. As he met her in the market. Everyone is saying how splendid your potato crop is this year. The old lady glared at him as she answered, they are not so bad. But where are the rotten ones for the pigs? <laughs> we look at the blessing 
and we try to, try to find a loophole to criticize his but. It's all, it's good but. He didn't send me some rotten ones. The Lord doesn't send rotten things. The Lord gives the best and he gave us all his best. The Lord Jesus Christ. His only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him shall not perish but has everlasting life. Are you thankful that Jesus Christ came and redeemed you on that cross of Calvary? I am thankful. Otherwise, I'd be somewhere else this morning. Watching the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders playing. (laughs) With all my respect. I'll be doing something else. But because he saved me. I am thankful that I am found in the house of the Lord. Are you thankful? Then count your blessings instead of your crosses. And count your gains instead of your losses. Someone said that. Regardless of what we have. Regardless of your lot. Regardless of what we encounter. Regardless of whether the winds are going our way. We have headwinds or tailwinds. Those pilots, they know what I'm talking about. Regardless, the Lord is our pilot. And he is steering the ship. And he knows where we're going. So we are thankful we are on his plan. I will have to close with this story that I read and brought tears to my eyes. And before I say that, I hope that each and every person is satisfied with his lot in life. That's the spirit of thankfulness. You don't look at your neighbor and say, I wish I could have what they have. You know, because you don't know the wisdom of God, if he gave you what they have, you will be the most miserable person in the world. He gave you what makes you happy. He gives you what satisfies you. So get satisfied with what you have. And don't look around. Don't look right nor center. Don't say, I wish I have. No. Say, thank you Lord for what I have. That's what we need to do. In a leper colony, around Christmas time, Closed arrived, closed arrived for distribution amongst the outcasts of life. You know, if you're a leper, you're an outcast. You don't live amongst the people. You have a special colony. And there are few nowadays still existing. One little leper boy was asked what he needed most. He replied, my hands are still good. So I can mend my clothes when they need it. But there are some lepers who have no fingers and some whose hands are so crippled or sore that they cannot use them. You know, leprosy starts eating you and suddenly you have no fingers, no arms, no eyes, no, no face. And eat, it eats you inside out. When they're close, he said, get holes in them. They cannot mend them, but must see the holes get bigger and bigger. And cannot cover themselves. And they, if, they don't, if they don't die, 
from leprosy, they will die from cold and diseases. He said, I am thankful for my hands, so please give the clothes to those who cannot mend them. They are more needy than I am. Is that young boy thankful? Though his hands later on in life might be eaten and gone. But for the moment, he said, I'm thankful. May God give us his spirit. May the Lord help our hearts to appreciate and cherish what God blessed us with. And pray that we never complain about our lives. But be thankful. He said in the book of Hebrews, be content with what you have. Be thankful with what you have. And let us rejoice. Rejoice this morning instead and be thankful. And repeat with the psalmist in Psalms 103. I want to read it to you and end with that. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Are we in that spirit? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. Who pardons all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit. Who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion. Who satisfies your years with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Bless the Lord, O my soul. May the Lord bless his word, bless your hearts, and help us not to forget that every good thing is given to us by our Heavenly Father. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and God bless you. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Father, we give you this meeting, we give you these words, we give you this moment, and say, Lord, May the Holy Spirit work in our hearts so we can be thankful, not today, not tomorrow, but every day of the year. We are more than blessed. We are thankful for everything you have given us. Bless each and every heart and help us as we leave this place, not forget that you are the giver of every good thing in life. We thank you and bless your name. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. Before I dismiss you, I hope to see you all around 3, 3.30 this afternoon for dinner at 4 o'clock at the Grange Hall. May God be with you and bless you. And until we meet again, drive safely.